0: Hello and welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am your host, Sarah Rebecca. I am a life and business coach and I am so excited to be here today because we're going to talk about some really fun things. Like literally, I think this is my favorite topic and it's all about life design. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, what do you do? And I was telling them and they were like, oh my gosh, it sounds like you're just like a life design coach and you help women design the lives that they want to live. And I was like, yes, absolutely. And so I thought I would talk a little bit more about life design and what it looks like, especially with this new year coming around. Uh, We literally only have a few more weeks until January, which is just such a good time, at least for me to reset, rejuvenate. Think about where I want to be in the next year. Think about where I've been in the last year and just go from there. So here's how to design your dream life. Here we go. Alrighty. This is assuming that you have literally done like nothing in terms of life design. And when I say life design, it is something that I have coined, something that I have researched, something that I have kind of developed on my own. I'm sure that there are other definitions of life design in the industry, Um, but this one is completely organic. So if it goes against a certain definition you have from another content creator, professional or mentor, that's why, um, is because this is a little bit more original as opposed to some of the other topics that we go over anyways, but this is assuming that this is kind of your first stab at life design, which I kind of doubt because if you've ever made any life goals Or if you've ever, you know, written down any dreams or just anything like that, or if you've ever looked at a picture and thought, oh my gosh, I want my life to be like that, then you are already a participant in life design. Um, I think we are always participating in life design. The difference is simply how intentionally we're going about it. And so life design is something where you take a lot of intentionality And you bring it to every area of your life and you say, okay, is this exactly what I want it to be like? No? Okay, let's tweak it and let's tweak it this way and this is the result. And then you take it to another area of life and you do the same thing over and over and over again until you've created a life that you are just so excited to wake up to every day. And it really is such a contagious thing too because once you tweak one area of your life and you're happier and you are more wholesomely and wholly introducing those new habits or routines or expectations into your life and you're realizing how magnetic it is and how much you're loving that part of your life, all of a sudden it'll start to compound and it'll um, go to all the different parts of your life. And you'll be wanting to make the little tweaks and little changes to help your life be more aligned to what you are wanting. So just one of the many reasons why I love life design is because it makes us so much more happier and it gives us more energy. And I just am so excited to go into the nitty gritties of how to do it. So Number one, the first thing that we want to do is we want to get our inspiration. So whether this be from aesthetic pictures on Pinterest, whether this be from an industry leader or a mentor, whether this be a family friend who is doing things that you think would be really, really cool, right? You're just going to kind of take into account all of this inspo and store it somewhere. So you can store it in lots of different places. I know for me, I have my storage on my Pinterest where I keep aesthetics and things that I would love to do. Um, I keep it just literally in the back of my brain, which is probably not the most ideal, but hey, there are some there. Um, I write it down, whatever it might be. It's probably best to have like a really consolidated inspo place. And a lot of people call these vision boards, um, vision lists, what have you. And they have a lot of value for sure because. You can just have it in front of you and know exactly what you want. And after you have assembled this inspiration, um, just really taking a flashlight to it and saying, is this actually what I want, right? So like looking at it and saying, is this something that I actually want or that I think that I want? And then... Um, Number two is to do some value work. My favorite value exercises are by Ashley Stahl and by Brene Brown. You can just Google Brene Brown value sheet, Ashley Stahl value sheet, and they will literally pop up and you just go through the exercise. It has a list. uh, It has a list of different values and you choose your top 10, top five, top three, and ultimately find your number one top value. And then you also go through the list and you choose the top ones that you wish you had, right? So I wish that I had the top values of like bravery or facing danger or like all of these things which is why I have like a loose desire to be an FBI agent but we all know it's not gonna happen because those aren't my actual values and I wouldn't enjoy it and you know thank goodness for the people that do have those values and do pursue it Um, but really taking a light to it and saying wait Is this actually what I want or is this what I wish that I wanted? Because that is a big distinction that oftentimes we miss when we're pursuing goals and we say, oh, I'm going to do this thing because it sounds so great. But ultimately, if we just took a couple more minutes to evaluate, it could save us a lot of time and energy in the long run. Okay. So number two is just value checking, making sure that we're good to go. You'll notice as you're doing the value exercise, there are a lot of values that overlap each other, right? And also you get to make up the definitions for each of those values. So for example, um, when I went through my value exercise a few months ago, I think it was like six months ago, I was really surprised to find that my top value was wealth. And I really got thinking about this. I'm like, well, wow, (laughs) because I didn't think that's what it was. I thought it was growth. I thought it was knowledge. I thought it was any number of other things. But as I got thinking about it, I was like, oh, wealth means a lot of things to me. It means a wealth of knowledge. It means a wealth of experience. It means a wealth of friends. It means actual monetary wealth. I've noticed that I have a gift of not seeing the danger and fear in monetary wealth like a lot of um people do and so I'm really grateful for that as well. Um wealth provides security whether that's social security and that you have the people around you that are there for you no matter what. Um wealth and knowledge produces, you know, this ability to be able to work and be secure in that way. And anyways, I noticed that all of my values kind of folded into this number one value of wealth. And so now when I look at my inspiration, I can kind of look at it and say, oh my gosh, yeah, this ties into my top value, which means that I'm going to be happy pursuing it. And then I can look at other things and say, oh, this ties into the top value that I wish that I had, which means, okay, maybe ultimately I just, I don't, I don't want to pursue that actually. And sometimes literally I have a board that says manifesting later, (laughs) And it's all the things that don't look at all appealing to me, but that I might not be ready quite yet to let go of, which I know a lot of people, I think as Warren Buffett said, you know, list all the things you want to do and choose your top one. And the other, you know, the other nine, other 25, however many are the top things that you got to stay away from. And I think there is value in that, right? There is value in the focus, but I think there is room to just say, oh, I did want this, and I'm not really sure now, so I'm going to put it on my later list, which might just drop off eventually or it might come back. But just kind of that getting to know yourself, right? Getting to know your values, getting to know what you actually want. Alrighty, number three is to write it down in a certain form. And the form is, it would be fun if... It would be fun if I could get this job and make this certain level of income, it would be fun if I could go on this trip and do all these things. It would be fun if all these things. Okay. And I don't I don't know the reason why fully. But I feel like when I do this, the goals start being achieved a lot quicker and a lot more seamlessly than when I write down the goals and say, okay, these things have to be done in this period of time and this is how I'm going to measure them. And I think there's something around the brain really enjoying when there is something that is going to be fun and exciting and we're excited about it rather than, oh, dang it, it's another to-do list. And so the brain will literally start thinking of ways to achieve it, will subconsciously start thinking certain things, our mindsets will be improved, and we will be able to take subtle actions that maybe we weren't able to take before that will then lead to results. That's my theory, but it is untested. (laughs) But I know from personal experience, you know, I got my dream job by, oh, wouldn't it be fun if... and. I started this business and got clients from just saying, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so fun to help somebody through this type of program? And I was able to get into university by just being like, oh, you know, I really want to just be there and I want to do all these things. And I just think it'd be so fun. And literally just this last week, I had something land in my lap that is an opportunity that I thought would be so cool that I never thought in a million years I would be able to have access to. But Somehow I have this opportunity and literally all the people around me are like, Sarah, what, how, how did you do it? Who are you talking to? How are you making this happen? It's shocking me and all the individuals around me that I have all of these opportunities that I thought at one point in time, wouldn't it be fun if. So this is me saying that it really makes a difference, at least for me. Try it out. Number three. So now that we have a pretty good vision based on all of these different avenues that we have gotten inspiration from, we've done value checks, and we've written them down in terms of wouldn't it be fun if we're going to look into every area of our life and just check in and see how big the gap is, right? Uh, How big the gap is between where we want to be, And where we are currently, because once we can evaluate the gap, then our brain can start working on it and how to close the gap. Literally, it's so funny. Our brains will subconsciously do this in our sleep sometimes. Like that's why we get weird dreams about problems that we're having is because our brains are literally 24 seven trying to close the gap because it doesn't like dissonance. Our brains really hate dissonance. And so when there is dissonance between where we are and where we now know we want to be, because that's the thing, a lot of us don't really know where we want to be, but once we can iron it out, then all of a sudden things become a lot more clearer, things start to fall in place, and because all the time our brain is trying to close that gap. Alrighty, so in terms of the areas of life, I know like there are so many different ways to slice and dice areas of life, so <laughs> please do it your favorite way. I ultimately could not find one that I liked, and so I just came up with my own. And it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different areas of life. And they are social, physical, intellectual, environmental, presentational, financial, emotional, and logistical. And these are all of the areas that I am constantly checking in with myself on and just saying, okay, like how am I doing on these things? Where do I want to be? Um, Where are these standards of where I want to be coming from? Is it healthy? Is it with my values, etc.? So I'm going to just like lay out a few examples of each of these areas. But ultimately this step number, uh, let's see, we're on step number four. Now that we're in step number four, it's just about saying, okay, I have all the inspiration. Now, where do I apply it and what's an organized approach? And so it's about looking at every area of life, seeing where you are, seeing where you want to be, and then ultimately choosing like what one to three small, tiny actions do you want to start on? So for example, under social, I have the practice of looking at the five people around me and seeing, okay, like I am the sum of the five people around me. Like, do I really want it to be the five people I currently have in my life and just being really discerning, right? Because this is all about, Hey, how do we design our life? And so this level of design, like we need to have these levels of Meticulous brushstrokes in every area of our life. And we get to choose, okay? Planning a support squad, saying, okay, these are my goals. Who do I want to be a part of it? And actively writing it down and actively choosing. Uh, doing a people audit and saying, hmm, you know, I don't feel great around these people, but I feel really good around these people. How can I shift my time and energy and all of that? Okay, so those are just a couple. This is not exhaustive, but those are just a couple examples of what to look at in social um, and say, okay, where do I want to be? Where am I? How can I get there? And what is just like, do I want to focus on social? Because I only have one to three tiny baby steps on all of these areas to start on. Like, do I want to focus on social or another area? All right. So the next is physical. And it's just saying, okay, like, what are the blocks around working out? And how can I move those blocks? Um, do I, am I meeting my hydration goals? Do I need a nutritionist as part of my support squad? Do I need to do blood work to see what supplements I should be taking? Um, how do I feel about the meals that I'm eating and how much I'm eating or how little I'm eating and am I okay with that? And is that, um, where I want to be and just taking this level of intentionality to this area. Uh, The next is intellectual. Do I have a reading goal? Do I have topics that I want to listen to podcasts on? Uh, Do I have any learning routines I want to set up? Am I consciously choosing the influencers that I'm learning from or do I want to go through and do a social media cleanse? Environmental. Um, Do I... (laughs) <laughs> do I this is so funny but this is literally on my list is everything stocked like environmentally do I have a first aid thing in the closet do I have like tissues in the car like winter is coming my nose is always running are we good environmentally are we set up are we ready to go Uh, How are my routines? Do I feel safe in my current environment? What can I declutter in my environment? Um, How can I ensure that I have a productive and peaceful environment? Okay. Uh, Presentational. So in terms of how I'm presenting myself, like How is my online presence checking in on the health of that? Um, How is my fashion on a day-to-day basis? What is my personal brand looking like these days? Do I need to order more stationery? Um, How's my gift giving? Do I need a photo shoot to be able to have good profile pictures? How am I presenting myself to the world? Financial. When's the last time I negotiated a raise? Um, And what is my plan to get more than a three and a half percent raise? annually then you know this time around um what are my income goals what are my retirement goals what are my career values and do i meet those every day at work or am i just going through the motions and i hate my job when's the last time i refreshed my resume um what is my investment portfolio looking like am i Um, at least getting my employer match on my 401k? Am I choosing consciously if I want to do traditional or Roth IRAs and 401ks? What is the reasoning behind those decisions? Um, Do I have a fun thing that I am saving up for or do I treat myself to a fun thing every month? How, what is the cadence for treating myself to fun things, especially in terms of finances? Um, do I want to start donating, um, to a good cause with my finances? Um, do I want to start investing in real estate and just various other things in terms of finances? Do I have a high yield savings account? Am I getting as much out of my savings as I could be, you know, like instead of just putting it in a regular bank account, can I take intentionality to this area of my life. Um, various things, right? So that's finances and then emotional. How are my coping mechanisms? Are they clean or are they dragging me down? How is my, you know, gratitude and the sunshine affecting my emotions this season? Am I giving myself time to think? What are my meditation practices like? Am I able to communicate my emotions to the people around me? And then finally, logistical. Am I discussing the mental and logistical load that I share with my partner? Do I feel like it is a fair split? Um, How are my systems? How's my calendar? How's my budget? How's my to-do list? How's my daily life? Am I delegating? Do I need to hire a personal assistant? Do I need to hire a chauffeur? Do I need to hire a house cleaning person? Whatever it might be. Ultimately, all these areas of life are just split up in a way for me to look at life and say, hmm. Am I being intentional about that decision or am I just leaving it to the wind and letting things happen? Because as we're intentional, we can literally, like we are biased now, right? We know what our goals are and we know what we want our life to literally look like. So we can look at all of these areas of life and be like, hmm, I'm going to just slant this a little bit. And wow, that made a huge, huge difference. Okay. Alrighty. So like I said, step number five is to choose one to three action steps. Okay. So whether that's, Oh my gosh, my calendar system, is really bugging me and it's not working this month. I'm going to change my calendar system. Um, uh, so that could be one little thing, right? Number two, you know what? I'm going to start saving work emails where people praise what I'm doing and I'm going to save them all up in a, in a folder in my inbox. And then when it's time for a raise, I'm going to negotiate that darn raise and I'm going to meet my financial goals or Yeah. I really want to be more presentationally put together. I want to be able to have colors that I like to wear and clothes that I feel good in. I'm going to just, just have a day where a personal stylist comes over. We clean out my closet. We talk about the colors that look good on me. We talk about textures and we talk about styles that look good. And I'm just going to completely declutter my closet for the new year whatever it might be, what are the little, little, little things? Because there's a lot of areas of life, right? There's eight different areas of life in this, in this um, process. So how can we just take it one step at a time and just start bringing intentionality to every step of life? Now, this is the part where if you are feeling like, okay, this is really cool and I really want to do it, but I feel like I want a little bit more help than me just doing it. Um, that's what I'm here for, right? I'm a life design coach and I help you to be able to figure out and organize and take intentionality to every single step of life. And one of the ways that we do that is by being able to not only work on these areas of life, but also mix it with my favorite 12 abilities. And these 12 abilities are abilities that I feel after working with lots of women on their confidence levels and their perfectionistic tendencies and their overachieving tendencies and their people pleasing tendencies. I feel like these abilities alongside with these eight areas of life, just all of a sudden open up just all of these incredible ways that these women change their lives. And it is the coolest thing to watch. And so in terms of the 12 abilities, I'll go ahead and just tell them. So the first ability is the ability to respect myself and embrace my unique value. Number two is the ability to design my future through daily routines. Okay, so like touching a little bit on daily routines. So, and these are all split up through weeks, right? So there's 12 abilities and the um, package is 12 weeks. And so each week we focus on a different one of these. And so you can imagine if we don't have respect for ourselves, then going in and designing and making these huge life impacting decisions is really hard. So we start with respect and then number two is design. Number three is direct all my communication and boundaries. Number four is dream of and achieve life-changing goals. Number five is divine define my own personal style. So you can see how in little ways these different areas of life are being pulled in, but we can't just pull them in to a cluttered space. We need to have these abilities so that when we pull them in, these habits will stick, right? Alrighty, so the next one is the power, the ability to have the power to Power my education, skills, and gifts. The ability to recognize my personal needs. The ability to choose a healthy romantic life. The ability to trust and personal decision making. The ability to protect my ability to give. The ability to choose my work. The ability to define my belief systems. And so as we go through each of these 12 abilities, we start pulling in these areas of life, right? And so for example, under like choose my work is number 11. We talk about, okay, let's look at work. Let's look at the service that we're doing is, are we good there? Let's look at the financial aspect of things. Are we meeting our income goals? Are we choosing that work? Are we comfortable in the place we are working in our workplace, right? Um, One of the abilities is to define your own personal style, right? That's where we are able to take a deep look at presentational, at how you're presenting to the world, being able to direct all your communication and your boundaries. That's when we can look at emotional and social areas of life. Um, Being able to define your belief systems. That's when we can take a look at um, the emotional, social, and environmental because spiritual falls under environmental, right? And so all of these things are just wrapped into these abilities. And if you are in a position where you would love to get started on just taking intention to every area of life, being able to design your life in a way that you are just can show up in the world. You can look good. You can feel good. You can do good. Then I would love, 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 love to work with you. And in the meantime, please just, you know, take a look at this with the new year and just say, hmm, what level of intention do I want to take to this area of life and this area of life? Because I'd absolutely love to see what you decide because ultimately you are the one in control. You are the one that can make these beautiful things happen. You're the master of your time and your energy and these incredible gifts that you have. And I am just so excited for you to just let them glow and just you to enjoy them, and for them to just overflow and help the world around you as well. So, without further ado, I hope you just have a extremely wonderful Friday. and until next time, bye bye.